0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Fretman's Podcast. I am your host, Fretman. And on today's episode, we meet a very talented musician, born and raised in New York City, living, currently living in Seattle, Washington. She has a soulful voice, very powerful, and a unique, honest voice that draws your attention with a very groovy-like sound. I would like to thank our guests by giving us her time and allowing us the opportunity to feature her on the Fretman's podcast. At the age of seven, her parents recognized her passion for music and she began her journey with her elementary chorus, Indian classical vocal training, and classical piano, and most recently, guitar. Our guest enjoys interacting with her audience daily on Instagram and truly appreciates the opportunity to connect with them on a different level. It's an honor and pleasure to have Swagata Biswas.
1: Thank you. It's so great to talk to you, and thank you for having me after all my travels.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no worries. I know it's difficult, uh, especially with the holidays around the corner. Um, I know it's difficult flying, and uh, plus our weather, you know, that, that delays things. But we love yes. Mother Nature. Right. <laughs> so it was a long day for you, wasn't it?
1: Oh, my God. It's like <laughs> 27 hours probably over twenty seven hours worth of travel. Wow. So I left um, I left New York City last night at my flight was supposed to leave eight PM Eastern time. So I got to the airport around six. That's when everything started.
0: Oh jeez. <laughs> That's a long day, isn't it?
1: Oh uh, yeah. It's quite a long day. It was um, it was adventure after adventure on these planes.
0: And same airline company?
1: Yeah. It was the same airline company <laughs> throughout the whole thing. So, um, you know, but it happens. It is the Sunday after Thanksgiving is the uh, busiest travel day of the
0: year. So Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, it's it's a madhouse in Alley X. I dropped off some relatives and made a beeline towards the uh, freeway just to get out of the way it's it's nuts I'm like oh no all right um well were you at least able to rest a little bit on on the plane
1: I was I sleep well on plane so um I didn't really have an issue there
0: okay that's good
1: Mm -hmm. that's good and and then when my um when my connecting flight when I missed my connecting flight last night uh there was a delay at JFK so it caused me to miss my connecting flight in Dallas and uh the airline put us up in a hotel and stuff so at least nice. I had a bed to sleep on. That's <laughs> nice. At least they yeah. did that. Mhm.
0: <laughs> well, thank you all for uh thank you for reaching out to me. That was um you're actually one of the first to reach out to me and ever since reaching out I've been getting bombarded <laughs> By people reaching out and showing me and highlighting their music about or what they do. Oh, well, so you wow! Start, okay, you started a trend.
1: I'm glad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird because I, I've, you know, I'm always looking for people. And all of a sudden, I'm, I'm just like, okay, I'll take it. I'll mm-hmm. take it. I must be doing something right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I saw, I saw some of your posts. So, like, it seems like you had a good number of people on there already.
0: Yeah, yeah, we've been uh, very fortunate, um, and it's mainly been, the last 18 episodes has been just friends, mm. so that's the kind of crowd I hang out with, so. <laughs> oh, great. Uh, but, um, well, we'll get started, I'm, I mean, are, how you feel? You feel comfortable now, or yeah,
1: you settled I, I feel in a little bit? Yeah, I feel great. I feel great, I settled in, yeah. <laughs>
0: How's the weather out there?
1: Uh, in Seattle, it's actually kind of nice. Um, not too cold. Uh, I'm hearing it's supposed to get into the twenties at night, but I, I'm not experiencing that yet. But I think like I'm so used to New York City that like doesn't really bother me as much. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, tell me a little
0: bit about yourself and uh, how you started in music.
1: Uh, well, I was born and raised in New York City. Um, and I have been living out in Seattle for the last eight months Uh, and I started uh, playing music. My parents put me in piano lessons when I was seven years old and that's where I started I guess my musical journey and um, I was also when I uh, when I was eight years old um, my parents put me in Indian classical uh, music and dance as well so my, my background is mainly in Indian classical music. That's what I grew up on um, in terms of my my musical training, um, other than, like, classical piano. And then... Uh, so I've been... Uh, I've been performing since I was a kid, uh, but it was mainly in that Indian classical realm or Indian music. And uh, just two years ago, I um, I started picking up the guitar. I've been... I've been also singing, like, you know, English, like, westernized music or contemporary music since, uh, since, like, I was in school, like, glee clubs and, and things like that, but I guess, um, maybe about, maybe about five years ago, I started going towards that end a little bit more and writing more and, and things like that, and for me, uh, since piano is my first instrument, it's, kind of hard to uh you know schlep a piano around so i decided <laughs> to take up guitar and uh, i've been playing for about two years and uh enjoying enjoying that learning process quite a bit and uh it's it's been great that like i feel great that i've been able to write music on a guitar in the and, time that i've been playing and it
0: sounds amazing and we'll, we'll get into your the latest album you released in September, but how was your transition between piano into guitar? Did you find it difficult?
1: I think with piano because I had a good amount of theory, um, it it worked out in that in that sense where I understood, uh, you know, when my guitar teacher was talking about modes and things like that, uh, you know, I understood that type of thing. And uh, in terms of translation, uh, it was normally the way I started out was that um, every fret on the guitar is a half step. And so I would picture a piano <laughs> in my head and be like, OK, white key, black key, you know, whatever. Um, it, it, it does become slower that way. But that's how I first started out. And it was it was good in that in that sense um, that it helped me understand the fretboard pretty well.
0: Awesome. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool. And that, that that's an amazing background that you had. You started very young. That's that's nice to know that parents actually continued to push you on what you were going or what you were enjoying doing, you know? A lot of people mm-hmm. don't do that. So, Right. That's, that's really nice of them. <laughs> and now that we just had Thanksgiving, did
1: you spend time with your family? I did. Um, so my mom, my brother... Uh, my sister-in-law, my niece, my nephew, they live in New York and so I was out there visiting them and uh, yeah, it was great to see them
0: That's pretty cool, that's nice and you also performed in New York, right?
1: I did, I performed at uh, Rockwood Music Hall uh, Stage 1, it's in the Lower East Side and um, it was a really special show for me because I remember two years ago, I would see or starting two years ago, I used to go go there quite a bit, and I would see um, a lot of my friends in New York who are singer-songwriters play on that particular stage, and I told myself back then, I was just like, I would love to play on the stage one day, and uh, finally my, my turn came, and I'm, I'm, I was super happy about it. Performance was great. The turnout was amazing. Um, had a lot of, you know, a lot of familiar faces in the audience. But then also it was great because um, uh, it was the night before Thanksgiving, so a lot of people are out, uh, out and about in the neighborhood, and um, it was it was nice to see people just walk in that you know maybe aren't familiar with me, but they were really grooving to what I was doing up on stage. So I was I was happy that I could give that to them.
0: That is awesome, and that's a that's a huge adrenaline rush that you get. That's pretty oh, yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. and you also performed several um wonderful places like new york city hall
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah what was so, the story uh, with that
1: well uh when i it was it was a couple of years ago and for a couple of years um uh when i was mainly performing indian classical music uh every year there was So, my background is Bengali. It's a state in India called uh, West Bengal. And they would have a function at City Hall every year for uh, the Bengali New Year. And so, um, I would normally sing both the Indian National Anthem and the American National Anthem over there. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah
0: which one do you prefer
1: (laughs) which one do i prefer i mean i prefer both i was born and raised in new york um but uh my parents made sure that uh i i was pretty well rooted in my indian roots so you know i definitely have a love for my home country
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's good that's good let me see you've you've done the sidewalk cafe church hills in miami bourbon Mm -hmm. bar that's 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 a nice theater, the Royal Room. Wow, mm-hmm. you have done quite a lot of shows there.
1: That's pretty <laughs> oh, cool. Right. Yeah, it's a it's fun. It's fun performing. Uh, the Royal Room was was a great show because it was actually with um, I was uh, playing piano and singing as part of uh, someone else's band, and uh, it's it's an event called Crowdsource. Uh, crowdsource choir. So we take, we took one song, and at, for that show, it was the song Aquarius, and um, we teach it to the audience, and the audience sings it back to us, and we are we are the band for the audience.
0: That's pretty cool. That's pretty mm-hmm. cool. That's awesome. Yeah. You don't yeah you don't hear that that often. Right. <laughs> I think the last time I saw something like that was one of those TED talks.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> TED talks are great. Yeah, they are. They are great.
0: You do learn a lot, or you kind of just doze off on some of them. Right, college again.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> now you have a debut, a single that you put out, and it's mm-hmm. uh, the song's called Lens. You debuted yeah. back in September 2019, or actually this yeah. year. And uh, so, how how did you come about uh, debuting your first single?
1: Uh so. It was, uh, that song has a great history. Um, I uh, enjoy photography quite a bit and um, only maybe about a year into guitar. And so I was, I was just up one night at like two in the morning. You know, that's when creative juices flow for most people. And I was just kind of messing around on the fretboard. I was kind of experimenting. And I was like, oh, let me try putting the capo on, you know, fret two or fret one or anything like that. And then let me just, you know, make some open chord shapes. And so those three chords came about and uh, I didn't know what they were until I showed my guitar teacher later on. But um, it it was so I was I was. I had those chords they sounded great to my ear and then i was just practicing strum patterns and i came up with this strum that i really liked and i was just kind of grooving kind of grooving and then my DSLR camera was sitting uh in front of me on the table and so i just i was just looking at it and i i just started singing the words won't you stand in front of my lens and then the song just kind of flowed out of me from there
0: Wow, that's, that's amazing. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, did you have to write it down before you forgot it? Or it was just one of those things that you're just repeating, repeating, and it just kind of stuck to you?
1: Oh, well, that one line, uh, it stuck to me quite a bit. But of course, you know, you have to start writing things down. And once I started writing, um, I'm a pen to paper type of person. It usually sticks better with me when I just actually write it in my handwriting. And while I was writing those words, all of a sudden all these other lines started coming up. And I was able to just kind of... um, The inspiration of the song came from my passion for photography. Um, And uh, I had remembered telling a friend of mine how, you know, sometimes you go on social media and you'll see... uh, you know significant others post candid pictures of their partners and they'll say something like Oh, i have the most gorgeous partner in the world or like this person's so special to me and i was just like oh you know i hope uh you know that happens for me one day and i guess like the song just kind of was inspired by that idea about how much you know someone can admire you
0: oh cool. wow that's, mm-hmm. that's amazing i mean you picked up the guitar and a year later you're here touring playing music <laughs> you have a single out that is awesome that's i think that's the dream of a lot of uh, a lot of people that just haven't taken that first step in creating
1: mm-hmm. oh it was it's uh i mean i've i've written uh some songs before that that just turned out to be this the first song that i wanted to release um and uh I will say it is very nerve-wracking to be releasing your first si- single. I mean, there's definitely a process and in- a thought process involved in, um, in, you know, you you go through many phases. You go through phases of like excitement. You go through phases of doubt, like oh, what if people don't like it? At the end of the day, my philosophy is is just just do it for yourself yeah yeah because
0: you enjoy it yeah that's right (laughs) (laughs) that is true Um, now as a touring musician as a playing musician you get the chance to play and perform different places Um, have you ever been up on stage and you just get those butterflies you get so nervous that you have to kind of pull yourself back and say okay let's Try this again.
1: Um, So normally for me, uh, sometimes I get these adrenaline rushes that just, like, I get very hyper-focused. I don't, um, I might get nervous, like, just before going on. But usually once I'm on stage, like, I don't know. I I, I feel like um, you're in the zone. I'm just kind of in the zone. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I just, I just try to enjoy if I, you know, if I find myself like forgetting words or something like that, you know, I'll, I'll go through it. Um, and maybe I'll make up something on the spot. (laughs) (laughs) Improvise. Improvise. Yeah.
0: Now do you prefer, uh, being in the studio or do you prefer performing it on stage?
1: Uh, it changes for me from time to time because um, there are definitely times where I'll have enough material written where I'm just like, okay, now I'm kind of in performance mode and I like to go out and play. But once I, um, you know, once I'm kind of out of that um, out of that zone, I like to take some time to actually like to sit and write and um, you know write new things and and try out new things. Um, I feel like it, it, um, yeah, it goes back and forth. And usually like when I'm writing, uh, that's when I'm like either recording at home, like some demos at home or, um, if it's, if I have a song that's like fully developed, uh, just in my head, that's when I'll go into a studio, work with the producer I'm working with, and then we'll hash out some ideas.
0: Mm-hmm. now as far as uh your backing band or the band that you use is it a constant uh rotation of musicians or do you have a a preferred set of musicians that you really enjoy uh
1: so i uh there that was actually the one of the first times i had a backing band i mean i had i've played in other bands before but uh for that particular show it was um I had uh i had known the drummer uh from before so I'd already asked him to you know if he wanted to play and then uh the other two people I met um just knowing people in the New York music scene and it just we had rehearsal and it just gelled really well and um I would hope to you know have them in the future when I perform out in New York and things like that
0: that's a nice shout out for them. Do you want to drop some names? or?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, absolutely. Keith Malonis was on drums. And uh, Joseph Kiles was on bass. And I had uh, Tony Wynn on lead guitar. He also played some keys on Lens for me and did some backing vocals. And then I had invited uh, a, a friend of mine named Liz Lieber to um, join me on back, backing vocals as well.
0: And the producer was?
1: Uh, the producer of Lens was, um, so it's a recording studio called Little uh, Pioneer Cider House Recording. And uh, his name is Craig Levy.
0: Oh, nice. Awesome.
1: That's yeah. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm.
0: And now, ever since you switched from piano to guitar, um, you said you had a guitar teacher. Um I guess what I'm trying to say is what inspiration have you got from switching over from piano to guitar? Have you, have you been more inspired to write more to noodle more on the guitar than you have on piano?
1: Uh, yeah. I, I mean, so guitar is an instrument I'm still learning. And so I'll, I'll just sit around and just like noodle on it, experiment with it, do my exercises and things like that. Um, and, you know just experiment with it see what sounds well i'm a i'm a huge fan of seventh chords and so like i like that type of realm like that whole jazz blues type of realm and kind of playing around on in that um quite a bit of course i you know i like rock too so it uh i it, i feel like you know when i do create it becomes like a mix of both and usually noodling around on the guitar like that comes about pretty. Uh, that comes about. Uh, that comes more forward than um, when I play on piano. On pl- piano, I tend to write more ballads.
0: It's acoustic guitar, that little, the one you play on lens, correct? Yes. And what model is that?
1: Ah, it's a, it's a, my Taylor two fourteen C E Grand Lutz. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, and that was. Um, special to me because, yeah, sure, it's, I mean, a lot of people have that model, but I bought it in Nashville. So I'm like, I call that my Nashville guitar.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's special because it's from Nashville. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now, do you have other uh, pedals or effects that you use it with, or it's just clean?
1: Uh, It's usually clean. Uh, I am hoping to get a a, uh, stop box for it. Cause yeah, those are fun. And then, um, I, I mean, for tuning I use the poly tune pedal is, is amazing. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, I have a couple other guitars. Um, I actually have an old, so it's like a Stratocaster replica that my brother, my brother originally when my parents put us in music, My brother was the one who got guitar lessons first. So this is... So that electric guitar is actually his from like the 90s. And it's like a Strat replica. But it's a Korean brand called GTX. I don't even know if they make them anymore. But um, I had that uh, checked out when I started playing guitar. Because I actually started learning on that one before I bought my Taylor. And... um, yeah, it, it it actually plays really well. So I I haven't had a reason to to really like get a strat yet, <laughs> but I eventually I'll get there. And then um, I do have, and I uh, I noodle around on it a little bit more. But I'm not classically trained. I do have a classical guitar that um, a friend of mine uh, made for me in from Cuba.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> now you are going to, or you're working on an album, correct?
1: Yeah, I'm working towards, uh, I'm, I'm still recording. Um, usually when I go back to New York, I'm also hitting up the recording studio. So, uh, I have a few tracks that I'm recording to for a 2020 release. I'm not sure exactly what date yet, but, um, we have, I have a few songs ready for, for another, uh, I haven't decided if it's an EP or an album yet.
0: <laughs> that should be fun. Mm-hmm. Definitely will be fun. Um, you know, as far as I know, you're musically trained, but uh, as far as musicians, who would you say uh, is the most inspiring to you?
1: Oh, uh, hands down, Amy Winehouse. <laughs> I I like channel her for any performance. Whether it's just like I'm singing in the shower or like karaoke or like or just performing on stage and stuff. There's something about um, just everything about her, her lyrics, um, her voice, everything, you know, just totally inspired me. Her story, things like that. Um, she was just she was like she really had a gift.
0: Yeah, she did. She did. She had an amazing, amazing voice. That's for mm-hmm. sure. She's got that Nora Jones, you know, kind of vibe. Right. Gritty kind of sound, but bluesy at the same time. Uh-huh. And pop, you know. Right. That is, that definitely is a nice voice.
1: <laughs>
0: uh-huh. Um. Now, do you have any mentors now, right, or currently that you kind of, bounce things around with
1: uh yeah absolutely um so i i take guitar lessons in seattle as well so my my guitar teacher in seattle is a big mentor to me we we go through a lot of stuff like if if i come with something new i'll bring it to our lesson and, and we'll hash through it um and then uh I still, you know, I I also have a guitar teacher in New York that I'm friends with, and, <laughs> and a producer I work with, Craig Levy. He's uh, he's someone I bounce uh, around a lot of stuff with, and yeah, I also like there are just a lot of really awesome musicians in Seattle that um, I may not always bounce around stuff with them, but it's just I'll watch them, and it's like it's very inspiring to watch them because. Seattle is a very like jam band type of culture. Um, And so it's, it's so interesting to see people just, you know, improvise on stage. You know, you just, you give them a, a lot of these jam sessions, um, you know, you just tell them the key, the groove you want, and then you just get on the mic and you start saying whatever words you want. And it works out really well.
0: Yeah. And being from, or you being from Seattle, you know that there's a lot of history that has come out of that particular city.
1: Of course, um,
0: a lot of us know that that you know grunge was born in Seattle. Oh yeah. You know? So that that then that's amazing. And it, what I find fascinating, you go from New York, which is, you know, Broadway theater music, you know, a, a, you got all the gamut array of uh, genres in, in New York that you could find. Then you go to Seattle where it's, you know, more of an electric guitar, but also a lot of folk, a lot of uh, acoustic and other instruments as well, mm-hmm. which I find fascinating.
1: Right. <laughs> so yeah, there are, there are a couple of different realms there, but uh, it's it's great because I feel like both cities like really shape, you know, the type of music that that like I create.
0: and now you would categorize yourself as what
1: um it's funny i get that question quite a bit so uh my influences are very like um like jazz blues classic rock rock you know know, pop things like that i guess um i've had some vlog (laughs) write-ups And they they've classified me as indie soul, so maybe I'll go with indie soul. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, if you get to a Grammy, might as well go with it.
1: <laughs> might might as well, or you know, or you know, I can go cross genre. I've I've been told like, I've been told like I get that you know Amy Winehouse, Adele vibe, Nora Jones, but then there's also that little bit of like '90s rock in there <laughs> that I throw in. So yeah, it does have
0: kind of a '90s alternative kind of you know, black crows kind of sound to it, which is right. pre- pretty unique. <laughs> we will play a little bit of a, a, a clip of the song lens on uh, the podcast, but it, it's amazing. And uh, our listeners can uh, listen to it. We'll put a link where they can actually purchase or go to your site and purchase the song. Actually. Um, we'll also put your social media up there and uh, mm-hmm. the, your webpage and all that. That way they can uh, follow you and see where you're going to be performing because it looks like right now you perform in Seattle and in New York back and forth. So that yeah. must be exciting uh, dealing with these airlines that uh, love to delay you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, the key is don't don't uh, schedule stuff on the day that you're supposed to be doing things. <laughs> I actually um, had a, I when I was flying to New York um, – that so I usually like to take a red eye flight from the west coast to the east coast. Yeah. And uh, the day I landed in New York that afternoon I actually had an interview with another with another vlog. And it was like it was just like, Okay, like all right, hopefully no flight delays. <laughs> <laughs> you it know. Happens.
0: It's it's you know, it's a season of flight delays which you know. You just got to go with it sometimes, you know? Mm -hmm. Just Mm -hmm. go with the flow. Um, That's the last thing you want air marshals to escort you off the plane.
1: (laughs) Right. Of
0: course. What music are you currently listening to? Uh,
1: So, I currently listen to... um, I listen to Nora Jones. Um... I listen to um, I still listen to my ninety my nineties music like <laughs> Soundgarden and and Nirvana and all that stuff of course um, and actually um, there are a lot of a lot of my friends in New York City um, as well as in Seattle they've been releasing music so I actually just uh, I have like some indie artists playlists that I have put together. Um, That I like listening to my friends' music too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and it's it's many different types of influences. So,
0: do you have any shows coming up?
1: Uh, At the moment, not not scheduled at the moment. My um, my goal is to once once the new year hits, I'll be um, scheduling more shows either. In Seattle or in New York or even um, I have a uh, conference I like to go to in L.A. So I might be looking around there too. So you talking about NAM? Uh, not NAM. Uh, there's another conference I go to that's uh, called Durango. It's a songwriters conference. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, well, that will be in like it's Ventura, California, I think. So not far from L.A. Thank you
0: for uh, giving me the opportunity. And thank yeah, you thank for reaching you. out.
1: Yeah, of course. And I actually thank you for giving me the opportunity. This, this is great.
0: <laughs> her single was produced and recorded in New York City at the Little Pioneer Cedar House Studios. It's now available on all audio formats or visit her at her website. That's wogotabizwestmusic.com. And for you listeners listening, this is not the last episode of the year. So stick around as we have one more left. And with that, I leave you today, my listeners. Thank you for making it this far on the episode. If you haven't subscribed, please do so. Join the team, join the fun. Please visit my blog, Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram, and subscribe to get some updates as they happen. You can always reach me on our website at fretmansblog.com. That is F-R-E-T-M-E-N-S-B-L-O-G.com. Or send us an IM on Instagram. Don't be surprised if somewhere, someplace, when you least expect it, you will hear that one song that will forever change your life.